Hello and welcome and thank you for answering the call. I put out a call several episodes back. If you have any questions or comments, please message us through our Facebook page or post us a comment and Philip answered the call. Philip messaged us through our Facebook page and asked the following question. Entrepreneurs have to overcome fear every day. Am I going to fail? Am I going to make it? But in 2016, I basically lost everything and had to start over. So when you have a major failure and your world comes crashing down around you, it can take you to some pretty dark places. When you start over after that kind of failure, how do you overcome the fear? Wow, that is a super great question, Philip. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for asking. And yes, there are two different types of fear there. One is the basic general fear of, I might fail. Well, let me tell you something. If you're going to do anything of any value or any importance, you are going to fail. In fact, if you're not failing five times by lunch, then you're probably not doing enough. Now, what we want are small, non-fatal failures. So we want to try, fail, learn, repeat. And each time we are learning from our failures, try, fail, learn, repeat. And that's how you grow. And, and that's, how, that's how you get better. But what do you do when you have a fatal failure? What do you do when the hardship is unsurmountable? What do you do with suffering? That is what this episode is all about, and I'm going to tell you why I believe hardship is a gift. In the past 17 years, Stephen Caps has made every mistake in business you could think of. He's learned the lessons the hard way. Get ready to learn from someone who's been there. Welcome to Pull Up and Thrive. From the brink of bankruptcy to debt-free and thriving, we'll talk about things like mistakes that business owners make that are guaranteed to give you heartburn, overcoming fear, who's running the business anyway. You'll learn, but we'll have some fun along the way. This is Pull Up and Thrive, and now, your host, Stephen Caps. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Pull Up and Thrive. I am so excited that you are here with me today. Thank you to Philip for the question. I really, really appreciate it. And if you have a question, message us on Pull Up and Thrive Facebook page. Let me first start out by saying everyone struggles. Everyone faces pain at one time or another. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some of those tough situations. I have some answers, I have some solutions, and most of all, I have hope for you. So hang in there with me. I promise it'll be worth it. What comes to your mind whenever you hear the following words? Failure, hardship, difficulty, suffering. Probably not anything positive if you're a normal person. But all these things that I mentioned can knock us off track. 
Even the most promising individual that seems to have so much going for them when faced with any of these aforementioned obstacles can end up a zero. Every human being has value. Every person has, has significance, but sometimes we appear to lose it. I believe that we are all created by Almighty God. And for that reason alone, you have significance. For that reason alone, you have value. Have you ever ran into a friend that you haven't seen in years? Maybe a friend from high school or college, and it's really good to see them, but at the same time, it's a little sad. Find out that they got into drugs or they became an alcoholic or some other addiction. And then you think, yeah, they were doing good until the drugs got them. Now, that's probably true, but I think that there's something that lays even deeper. There's a program that my wife Sarah and I have caught a few times when we're surfing the channels, unwinding after a long day. The show is called Intervention, where they document individual who's addicted to drugs or alcohol And the whole show is building up to the end where the friends and family set up an intervention with a counselor to where hopefully the individual agrees to get treatment. Sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not, which makes it really hard to watch because you're watching the destruction of a life. But I would say in 99.9% of the shows that I've watched, the individual encounters a life-altering event that leads them down a path of self-destruction. And as you watch the show, I mean, you can totally see why they turn to drugs. And as the show is progressing and they're doing interviews with different friends and family, They use phrases like, ever since the accident, ever since the divorce, ever since the business failure, ever since this event, they haven't been the same. And that was where I was at in 2006. In the fall of 2005, four years into To my marriage, my wife, Lisa, was diagnosed with stage 3 ovarian cancer. Over the next 15 months, we fought that thing. Man, we prayed, we believed, we questioned, we doubted, and we fell more in love. Then one week before Christmas, 2006, Lisa went home to be with the Lord. She was 32. This is the kind of event that I'm talking about, that maybe you see it coming and maybe you don't. And I felt fortunate that we saw it coming. We knew that if this road does not turn, Lisa's going to pass away. When you see it coming or not, we're all different and the situations are all different, but either way, it can knock you off track. When my wife, Lisa, died, I prayed with great tears, God, don't let me go crazy. You know why? Well, one, I, one, I didn't want to go crazy, and two, I knew if I did, everyone would understand. Oh, yeah, ever since his wife died, he hadn't been the same. 
And we all know someone that ever since fill in the blank, ever since the divorce, ever since the accident, ever since the business failure, ever since his wife died, he hasn't been the same. See, I did not want people to understand. If I would have gone off the deep end, left my business, left my friends, got into drugs, lost my mind, went crazy, everyone would have understood. And I did not want that to happen. Maybe this happened to you and uh, you didn't handle it so well. Suffered loss or experienced tragedy or failure. And depending on the failure, the failure can be a tragedy. For me, it was a combination of loss, misfortune, and failure. And at the end of the day, failure can cause a lot of pain because others are hurt from the failure or even worse, the failure leads to other misfortune, bankruptcy, separation, a divorce, and the list goes on and on. Look, I know all these things cause pain. And they impact our lives in a way that probably no one understands but God. All of the things that I've mentioned, we pour our lives into them. That is why there's so much pain. Your blood, your sweat, your tears, your passion. But imagine a glass of water. And the glass is you and the water is your life. When you start a business, whenever you uh, get married... When you're building a life for you and your family, you're pouring out your life. You're emptying out the water. You're reaching, you're climbing, but for a myriad of reasons, your business doesn't make it and your marriage fails or you get sick or your child is diagnosed with special needs and someone had a miscarriage and Everything that you've been working towards and striving for comes crashing down around you. That is like taking that glass of water and pouring the water out on the ground and smashing the glass. What do you do when your life doesn't turn out like you thought that it would? That was a question I asked myself a thousand times whenever Lisa was diagnosed with cancer. If You've been in that position, or you're in that position now. I've been there. And I want to tell you something that is so important. This is the thing that would choke me up the most whenever I was struggling. The simple fact of I was not alone. And neither are you. Your loving Heavenly Father is there with His arms outstretched to help you make it. Weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. This is only a season for you. Whenever we go through tragedy or difficulty, we ask a lot of questions. Questions that probably don't have answers. Tell ourselves things that may or may not even be true. It was a cold December morning, four days before Christmas. When we put Lisa's body in the ground. And I turned and walked away from the gravesite, wiping tears from my eyes. And I hung my head down low and I said one of those statements to myself I don't understand. And as soon as the thought entered my mind, the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart and said, I did not call you to understand. 
I called you to follow me. I believe that we are all created for a purpose. And it's these moments that help get us there. When things don't work out in our lives, we often use and hear cliches like, God has a plan. Well, I really believe he does have a plan. Isaiah 46.10 says, declaring the end and the results from the beginning. So Almighty God has this incredible end. This is what you were created to be, but you have to go through this to get to that. You have to be processed so you can be used for your created purpose. Our loving Heavenly Father is obsessed with making that happen. He will, he will put us in jobs that we hate to build character. He'll put us in a season that the only intent is to break us down so we will reach out to Him. 2 Corinthians 4.17 says, For our light affliction, which is for the moment, worketh for us more and more exceedingly an eternal weight of glory. I believe in prayer, I believe in reading the Bible, I believe in going to church. But this weight of glory can only be attained one way. And that is enduring the light affliction. What is light affliction? Pressure. How are diamonds made? In intense heat and pressure for hundreds of thousands of years. And that's why they are so valuable And so are you. When we suffer failure, hardship, difficulty, unbearable loss, when we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, he will sustain us. He will raise us up. Not one day when we die and go to heaven, but now. We have a destiny and a purpose to fulfill, and only he can take those broken pieces of our lives and put them back together. My wife dies, I get remarried just in time for my new bride to witness my crash and burn. Overcoming hardship and difficulty doesn't happen overnight. It took us years to pull out of it. You may do it faster or it may take longer. But the more we lean into it, the faster the season will pass. The more we lean in, the faster it'll pass. Look, leaning in is not natural. The natural response is to pull back and run. But whenever we lean in, when we lean in and do what is uncomfortable, we get through it faster. December 2020 marks 14 years since Lisa's passing. And Sarah and I just celebrated 13 years of marriage. I don't have all the answers. I do know that the lower the lows, the higher the highs. How will you ever know success if you've never experienced failure? Maybe you're in a rough spot now, and this is really resonating with you. Don't allow your failures, your loss, and your pain to define you or take your potential or knock you off track. Don't you dare. But know that they are working an eternal weight of glory in you. 
Instead, take the failures, take the loss, take the pain, and use them as fuel for your life. So to answer the question, when we've had failure and hardship, how do you overcome that as we go forward in our life and business? The number one rule that I have when going through a hardship, failure, or pain of any kind is what can I learn from this experience? I just don't want to endure and, hey, I made it. I want to extract everything that I can from this season. What can I learn? What mistakes did I make that I want to be sure not to do that again? What is the juice I can squeeze out of this thing? Because if we can do this, there will come a day when we look back and say that hardship, that failure, that difficulty was a gift. And I thank God for the gift. Because it is that gift that forms us into the men and women that God Almighty has created you and I to be. If you can do this, you can overcome adversity, avoid the crash and burn, and have the life and business that you want. Thank you so much for listening. I know it was intense, but if you know someone that is going through a difficult time, share this with them. And also, it helps us if you could take two minutes and write a review. So remember to rate, review, share, and subscribe. I'm Stephen Caps. Until next time, you're the best. You've been listening to Pull Up and Thrive. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook and other platforms at Pull Up and Thrive. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, learn from the mistakes of others. You can't live long enough to make them all yourself. Ain't that the truth? Till next time.